quiet morning so far in U.S. stock futures, but we are starting to gain a little momentum to the upside as we've got a few basis points in green territory. Let's discuss what we've got on our agenda this week and risks that might be looming despite a quiet fix. Doug Laffler is joining us, EVP of Investment Management at Sierra Mutual Funds. Doug, welcome to the show this morning. Talk to me about the thing that's top on your mind that could upset the apple cart as we've got equities sitting near highs and volatility at lows. Great. Hey, thanks. And thank you for having me on this show. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I was uh, taking good notes there on uh, on commodities. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really appreciate that uh, that lesson there. Uh, it's really interesting to me. There's been so much discussion lately from the Fed. So if you go back a couple of months ago uh, on their dot plots, they were not expecting to increase uh, rates at all, Fed fund rates until uh, 2024. They got pulled forward to 2023. Now we're seeing some, uh, you know, some people really talking about it even right now. So uh, the Fed oftentimes seems like they're complacent, 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 and then they kind of panic a little bit and pull back. And, and, and maybe we're doing this again now, I don't really know. But I do feel that uh, financial markets are really addicted to stimulus. It's both from the government, so we're talking about another package that could be launched here shortly here, another some more stimulus. Uh, we're talking about you know the Fed buying most every treasury bond that's issued, buying uh, mortgages, and keeping Fed fund rates close to zero. But we're kind of at as as good as it gets, perhaps. So uh, I think it could be a little bit more more volatile going forward. And and the time time in the market when the Fed starts to really pull back on that stimulus, oftentimes can be pretty volatile. Doug, what's interesting is there is an assumption that this Fed by many participants is never going to uh, respond to rates. And what's interesting is now over the last two months, your point since the June FOMC, what I sense is a little bit of cognitive dissonance from some folks in the market where uh, they are not changing their perception of the Fed despite the Fed uh, meaningfully seeing a pretty long list of folks outside of Powell now talking about the taper timeline. Do you think that uh, we should just be ignoring uh, the list of Fed members who are preparing and telling us that that is coming? I guess there's a lot of faith that Powell is not going to listen to that, or maybe Powell is just being the good cop, but eventually the bad cops win. I mean, how do we think about this? Yeah, I think, I mean, each Fed member is independent. Each Fed, mem each Fed member has a vote. So I think we can't just simply ignore them. Um, something else to be thinking about as well is uh, if you look at the comparisons, you know, economic and also earnings, we're, that really is as good as it gets. So as we start rolling forward uh, to Q3, Q4, you know, I think things become just a lot tougher in, in the markets, tougher for companies to have these wide ranges of earning beats. And we're seeing, you know, just probably the best a quarter of earnings reports ever in the history of earnings reports because the comparison is so low. But uh, even then, the stocks that are beating oftentimes aren't moving up uh, on that beat. So it is, I think it's just in generally speaking, just a, a real transitional period. Uh, and that's, I think people have to be, you know, markets have been the gift that keeps on giving almost forever. People make tons of money in every asset class. So uh, I think it's time to be a little bit careful, have a little bit of a plan for uh, if markets start to move back again, make sure you don't give up uh, your gains. What do you think such a plan entails uh, uh, right now? How do you hedge or how do you brace for 
volatility in a market where things have been pretty highly correlated to the upside. We've gotten some of that breaking a little bit over the last four months since February. Some of the frothy stuff in the market has come off the highs. But generally speaking, as we were looking at the chart here at the top of the show, I mean, when uh, something's been good for stocks, it's been good for crypto, it's been good right. for bonds. It's, I mean, uh, it's pretty much high correlation gains still when we stretch it back a couple years. So how do you hedge uh, an equity down move or volatility if you think it's coming? Sure. Well, we do at Sierra, we use trailing stops in all of our positions. We, we manage fund of funds, so we kind of outsource uh, to the experts to, to buy the individual stocks and bonds. But we, we have trailing stops in all of our funds. And so that kind of sets us in advance, you know, without emotion, uh, when we were going to get out. So we know, you know when we would get out, not by date, but by time. And I think investors as well should, should think about maybe, uh, you know, if I've made 30% on my equities in the last year, you know, at, at what level would I might want to pull back a little bit just to just to protect that the rest of it. So um, it's just I think something to think about. But we, we have a very particular, you know, quantitative rule based approach here at Sierra Mutual Funds. OK. And Doug, uh, just as a final thought here in terms of timeline, I mean, is this uh, type of volatility seem like something that could happen at any moment or uh, do we really need to see meaningful signaling from the Fed that, OK, this goes all the way up to Powell and that he's going to respond in the same way that we see other folks hinting at? Yeah, well, I think and, and just uh, before I came on, I'm talking a little bit about is August is kind of a volatile month, so I, we don't make predictions here about things about when it's going to happen. But August oftentimes is a pretty volatile marks, market just because people aren't in the office. So uh, I, I think they aren't going to, you know, Fed's not going to hold up a sign and say, hey, this is the day you should panic. Uh, it's, you know, <laughs> you just got to be, be careful for that. So you never know when that might come up. And um, yeah, I definitely think that. Uh, you know, one issue we have here is, is nothing really is cheap. So there's not like good alternatives. You can't go to cash because you get paid zero for it. Uh, fixed income rates are, are quite low. Uh, if you look at the ag, uh, the yield on the ag, it's in the 10 year treasury is well, well below inflation rates. So it's very unusual to have that, that high of a difference between say the 10 year treasury rates and inflation, which is up here at 5%. Mm -hmm. All right, Doug, thanks for the thoughts and uh, a good uh, uh, broad top-down look at how uh, policy is informing this discussion. Thanks for being here, uh, Doug. Appreciate uh, the kickoff on our show. Doug Laffer is the EVP of Investment Management at Sierra Mutual Funds.